Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Okay, think of something. The mics are hot. Oh, don't touch Kay. them. Okay. Oh. <laughs> let me know when to go. Okay, I'm good. Welcome back to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Asal. It's Lauren. And it's Carly. And once again, I'm going to start things off with a little segment we like to call Why Are You Single This Week? So I'll go first. Um, so as you guys know, I've been like trying to like get in shape and working out. But let me tell you something. Spin classes mixed with a vagina never like honestly not that I'm getting laid but I could never get laid after like taking a spin class like literally <clears throat> like I have an ice pack and I've had to like shove it in my pants like it's so painful I don't know maybe the seat positioning is like wrong no it always does hurt a little bit and it then hurts your ass so much too but then it gets better like right? a day or two later anyway that's my story that's why I'm single because it's a no-go zone down there Asal why are you single Okay, so I'm a little embarrassed. Um, um, I just told tell. you that my vagina yeah. was sore from sitting on a seat, so... Okay, I am single this week because I'm literally... I've been wearing the same t-shirt for three days, guys. <laughs> I've been Cute. wearing this bad boy for three days. And, like, if you know me, like, you know that I'm, like, very... Like, I take multiple showers a day. I, like, after I wear something, it's immediately in the wash, like, after one wear. But first, I think I'm going through something right now. <laughs> I'm just... I might be depressed. I don't know. I think you're, like, a normal person. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe. So if you guys got, like, a little whiff of something, it's me. I was wondering. I'm like, oh, my God, it's not my feet for once. <laughs> Amazing. Lauren, why are you single? I am single just because I've literally, like, if you've been listening to this podcast to date, you know I'm, like, the serial dater. I go on a lot of dates. I put a lot of effort into it. But in the last, like, month or two, I've put maybe a solid, like, 5% into it. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I like I've not like I've been swiping people but not really like actively pursuing the conversations actively making plans with people I don't remember the last time I went on like a first date with someone I don't know I'm just over it I know I feel like I asked you like who's on your roster like a couple weeks ago and you're like like no one I was like what that's so unlike you myself and I (laughs) that's actually very true because within our group chat we're always like going on a date tonight going on a date tonight and like Lauren I haven't heard anything from you yeah I know. So Sorry, true. guys. Sorry to let you down. What? <laughs> it's the summer, no, baby. Ex- no exciting stories for you. Um, okay. So, we're super pumped because we have another guest coming at you today from my living room. Uh, Mina is in the room. So, we have a long intro for Mina because he has a very impressive resume. So, you know, we have to do him justice. So, Mina is an Egyptian-Canadian who is challenging traditional male beauty standards and promoting body diversity. As an openly gay model, he is also fighting homophobia that exists in Middle Eastern culture. Mina's Instagram first exploded when he started doing recreations of celebrity photos on it, and it was picked up by BuzzFeed. 
Since then, he's been featured in places such as Teen Vogue, Cosmo, Vanity Fair, and the list goes on and on. So we are super excited to have Mina here because for those of you who don't know, June is Pride Month here in Toronto. This weekend is actually when we have the big celebration and the big parade, and we couldn't think of a better guest to join us in Lauren's living room to celebrate. So Mina, welcome. And why don't we start off with you telling us a little bit about your early beginnings. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, early beginnings. Yeah, um, like before this Instagram fame that you have, before, what were you doing? <laughs> what was I doing? I was doing a lot of things um, in my basement that didn't lead to anything. And then <laughs> all of a sudden one thing clicked and it just changed my life. And to be honest, I'm still figuring it out now. I wish I could be so... like, you know, I have it all figured out, but... We, no one has definitely it. not but, especially the dating thing so like but what made you start your instagram account and like starting to do the oh. celeb recreations and all of that jazz so funny story it started with i was dating this guy who was also middle eastern but he was in the closet at the time and uh when we broke up he made fun of me for being very feminine so i was like okay bitch i'll show you feminine <laughs> So I have this, this is kind of how my brain works, where um, I went to this uh, scene in a Beyonce music video where she's like on the phone crying. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I just imagined me thinking that like, oh, like, look how sad I am that you broke up with me. <laughs> and then I was just like, well, how funny would it be if I actually just like recreated this picture <laughs> to just show him how upset I am that, that he thinks I'm too feminine. And then I did that. And a lot of people made fun of me for it, and I was like, wow, you guys are mad. Let me let me piss you off some more. <laughs> Double down. <laughs> I was like, all right, bitch, let's go. Um, and then six months later, someone from BuzzFeed reached out to me, and it changed my life. But it's just so funny that like it came out of a place of like literally an ex mm -hmm. who made fun of me for being feminine. And yeah, it's now almost look like where that's you are now. yeah, like it's almost like that was the beginning of it. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. Thank you to your ex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, like, I went to Costco, um, like, three weeks ago, and he was working on, he was working there, bagging groceries, and I was like, hey, babe, <laughs> what's up? So, yeah, it was just, it was just crazy, because he was, this was, what, six years ago, and he was mm -hmm. still working at Costco then. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, mm, hair flip. I, yeah, it's always like the best feeling when you know you're doing yeah. better than an ex. Like, yeah. I mean, I wish him nothing but the best. Of course. But, you know, I wish myself the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So I want to know, so you grew up in a Middle Eastern family who wasn't as accepting yes. to... Gay people, yeah, it like isn't a thing, and so yeah. I want to know a bit about like your coming out story and how your family reacted then, and also how they treat you now, and you know the bit of the the journey of that. Well, mm. okay, so <clears throat> I kind of um, like when I went to uni when I was in university, I lived at home, so I literally like led a double life. Mm -hmm. So I would like leave the house wearing like really ugly clothes that like my mom thought were in quotes straight and then I would like get changed into like my short shorts and like my floral and and I only did this because literally like my mom if I left the house in a floral shirt she'd be like men don't wear floral like that's kind of how crazy the gender mm -hmm. uh the gender Stereotype. stereotypes are in in our culture so um it was when I came out it was literally like I never planned for it so I literally led my entire life thinking that 
my parents were going to find out that I am gay when I invite them to a wedding and it's a guy versus uh, anything. <laughs> Surprise! Um, but so the, the way that they found out that I was gay was uh, my dad came across an article that was written about me when oh. I went viral on his oh. Facebook. And that's how, you know, my dad was like, saw me in drag and read an article that said that I was gay. And that's how they found out. And so they were like, well, what is this? Like, does this mean you want to be a woman? Uh, does this mean you want to transition? Like the kind of the under, like there's no language for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was put in this position where I was like, all right, I guess I'm, I've been outed. And, and um, it was hard because the word for being gay at the time um directly equates to someone being a pervert and being a pedophile. Mm -hmm. So that was the only word at the time in, I think that was 2016 that I, that was available to us for me to describe or for me to like bridge that like language barrier. So it was really hard because I was like, this isn't what I am. However, this is the only word in our culture that I know Mm -hmm. how to communicate what I am because I, my mom was like, you know, uh, in, in Arabic, like, what does it mean that you're, you're gay? I was like, mom, I'm gay. And she's like, what does that mean? Like, that word yeah it was it was just it was really hard and you know my parents my parents' marriage kind of like crumbled because of it and a lot of people from our family like isolated me and isolated my family mm-hmm. because they didn't want to be associated with someone who's gay um and yeah it's been it it's been hard but i kind of it made me want to own up to who i am more and and be like well, I can't change who I am, so I might as well be, like, the loudest, most colorful, <laughs> just to be the most over-the-top version of what this is, yeah. almost to force them to acknowledge that it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, the more, you know, almost, like, the gayer that I am, the the louder that I am, the more bright I am with, like, my colors or, or the way that I dress or the way that I act, then they're going to know that they cannot change this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's almost led me to, you know, be the person that I am today. So it's 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 terrible because it was a really difficult process but i'm grateful because it got me to where i am now yeah Yeah. for sure so how is everything now with your family and with like your relatives um it's they're not better um but i've kind of accepted that um hopefully they'll come around to it and that's kind of led me into this point of in my career where i'm like okay what if I start talking about this? Because I started making YouTube videos talking about what it's like and the amount of outreach that I got from younger Middle Eastern people being like, this is exactly what I went through kind of gave me a lot of strength Mm -hmm. and seeing how they found related to the story just made me be like, okay, um, you know, things with my family aren't amazing, but I am lucky to be able to support myself and be able to, have this career so let me do something with it so that hopefully other people don't go through it or know that they're not alone mm-hmm. yeah for sure and I remember okay I did a little bit of research um, <laughs> but I remember reading that like um like you have sisters right and they like helped you like yes. help you with some of like the looks that you created so they're totally cool with it is they're it it's, my best friends yeah yeah but it's just the the older parents with older, older generation it's a hundred percent yeah and I I realized that it's one of those things that you just can't change because it's so embedded in mm-hmm. our, in our culture. Like I, when I, uh, when I grew up in Egypt, I didn't even know what being gay was, um, because gay people are so erased from every aspect of life there, um, that it's been normalized as, as 
that these people, there's something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And so I picture, you know, I can't hate my parents because I'm like, at the end of the day, you grew up in a country for 40, 50 years where that's what, that's, that's all, you know, that the queer people are wrong. And so I can't expect to erase 50 years of culture, um, in two years of, of being like, Hey, I'm, I'm your son and, and I'm gay. And I just hope that like my sister texted me the other day and she was like, my mom read, um, an article, uh, about an Egyptian woman who, uh, has been, had been praying the gay out of her son for 20 years and it worked. Okay. So now my okay. mom, for some reason now yeah, is going to start, is going to start doing this 20 year daily prayer to cure me. And, and <laughs> I just kind of, you know, I texted my sister back being like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, like my mom has like a shrine in our, in our family home back in Halifax that she prays to every day that I'm, that I'm cured. And I'm like, I, I, I just, no one writes a book about this. Like, mm-hmm. how do I deal with this? I don't know what to mm-hmm. do with this. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's still a process of figuring out like, how do we, how do we change a culture that has been built on homophobia and transphobia? Like, what do I yeah. Like where, where do you, yeah, where, yeah, where where do you, you begin? begin? Yeah. And I just hope that the, the way that I can maybe, maybe just, again, if they see this, if they see mm-hmm. me being happy doing what I do, yeah. hopefully that they see that, they see that joy that I have and maybe that can make them realize, okay, he can't change, but at least he's happy and we did something mm-hmm. right that mm-hmm. we raised someone who's confident. I mean, that's like wishful thinking because I know that that's not how they think, but. Yeah. Maybe in time. Who knows? Yeah. Two years down. Sixty to go. So, so, it's only, so it's only been two years since you your father found that article online. Yes. Okay. I think almost three years actually. Yeah. So three I years. mean, I mean, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. It. I think things like this, like you said, with with your parents coming from a country that there wasn't even a word to describe being gay, what mm-hmm. being gay meant. I mean, two years. I. I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep my fingers and toes crossed for you, but like, give, give it time, give it time. And I feel like you're doing great things. And okay. I don't know. I feel like you're going to start changing and shifting the conversation. And like you said, you have these younger Middle Eastern boys being like, oh my gosh, like, yes, this is exactly what I'm going through. Like, how do you deal with it? Like, how, mm. how do you navigate this crazy world? And I think having that support network out there and just making it known, making your experiences known. And like, we're so grateful that you're here and you're able to speak about them because we don't know who's listening on the other end. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this impact could really make somebody feel not alone. And at the end of the day, this is what the whole podcast is about. Yeah. It's about, you know, this single community, (laughs) but it's also, you never know. Somebody out there might be listening Maybe in Egypt. Holy shit. We do have some listeners in Egypt, right? Maybe if you're listening from Egypt, Ahlan was Ahlan. I think Mina gets a. Oh yes, ma'am. That's so good. Yeah, I try to teach a cell, but she's kind of like a cat in heat. She's like, it's okay. Perfect in other ways. Let me have this one. Let me have this one. Okay, so question. Recently, I mean, I don't know how recent this was. I forget now. But you posed naked for Now Toronto. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Like, okay, how did you get to a point where you were confident enough to pose naked like that? Because, I mean, not very many people would be able to do that, no matter how confident they seem. (laughs) It was was scary. Um, I mean... 
to be honest, the reason I overcame it was I just, I always think about um, the impact that this will have on people that may need it. Mm -hmm. So uh, again, I've been very vocal about um, experiencing an eating disorder growing up and body image in the gay community is, is insane. I, yeah. I mean, the, the standards are, um, it's almost like our, our value is intrinsically tied to how thin and muscular you are. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember one of the first things that I Googled when, uh, or that I came across when I Googled like gay, cause I didn't know what that was and I wanted to yeah. figure it out. It was, you know, you Google images and it's thin, white, uh, muscular gay men. And that as a 16 year old, when those are the images that you come across really, um, really impact the way that you look in, in the mirror. And mm -hmm. so, um, everything that I, that I've done in my career so far has been about, okay, this is, this is what I struggled with when I was younger. How can I make it easier for younger, some younger people? And don't get me wrong. I was really like, I was scared to do this shoot, but I also thought like, imagine what this would do to like my 16 year old self. Had he come across mm -hmm. that image yeah. when he Googled gay yeah. and like, didn't see someone who was like white and like extremely muscular and has a six pack. Like, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that was, that was what got me through it. I just kept thinking, okay, you're naked in front of strangers right now and people in Toronto are going to walk by and pick <laughs> up this, this magazine, um, everywhere. But when, you know, there was the interview section part of it and I was like, okay, they're going to read this and hopefully this will, will help someone. So yeah. And then also the amount of thirsty boys who came through in the DMs <laughs> I, I was like, uh, I was like, girl. So should we post naked? Yes. And then, is that a trick? And, yeah. Is that a trick? Because I want some thirsty boys sneaking into this podcast DM. Hashtag right somebody date me. Yeah. Uh, so, honestly, somebody fuck me at this point. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. I'll take it. Once my vagina heals, we're good. But I also find it interesting because, like, obviously, I mean, there's so much talk now, especially about like the pressures women have on like what you should look like, but you yes. forget that everyone yeah. has these pressures. Like yeah. whether you're gay or straight or women or, or female or male, whatever the case, like mm -hmm. you kind of forget about it because there's so much talk about it for females and not so much talk about it for every other, every <laughs> other person. Right? right. So, well, for me, I've always, um, I've, I've always like, I remember the first thing that I did when I talked to my mom about it, um, when I was like, I think I'm like anorexic and she was like, men don't go through that. And I think that, um, again, like there's this idea that it's, it only impacts, uh, women. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm a guy and <laughs> it impacted me. So yeah. yeah, I think it's just important to kind of break away from that stereotype and, and show that, Educate you know, people. yeah, it doesn't, eating disorders don't care about your gender or your sexual orientation you know yeah. yeah so what made you what what made you like go to your mother and say I think I'm anorexic like what what was that feeling or what did you read like what made you come to that point that you wanted to share this with her um I think it's so weird because I keep thinking about that um because I I never knew that what I was doing wasn't healthy mm -hmm. um and it only came to a point when I just remember looking in the mirror and just being so exhausted uh, because of how much I was working out and how little food I was eating. 
And looking at this picture that I had on, on my phone, uh, that was like my wallpaper. That was like this really muscular white gay guy. (laughs) And I just like looked at that picture and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, how the fuck am I doing all of this and spending four hours at the gym and literally eating like 500 calories? How the fuck don't I look like this? And I literally had like a nervous breakdown. And that was the moment for me where I was like, there's something wrong about the way that I've been doing all of this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not, this is not okay. And so I did the first thing that I, that I knew to do, which was to ask, ask my mom for, for guidance. And that, and you know, what I got from her was definitely not what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was the moment of, of, you know, it's almost like your whole world collapses because when you're in it, you don't know that what you're doing is unhealthy Mm -hmm. because you're just so excited on it you're just in a different world yeah Yeah. my goodness (laughs) (laughs) sorry no i was just thinking about that sorry i just i keep getting so serious no it's no because the next part of this episode is we're gonna just take a whole turn yeah Yeah. we wanted to to hit with like the really hard stuff Mm -hmm. first First, and now we're gonna be like just to get people pumped (laughs) this was like my perfect first date like let me tell you about my like everything this about is my me, trauma. my this is my trauma, and um, now we're moving past. The fries are great. I love. Are you gonna finish that? Um, <laughs> let's. Um, okay, but yeah. So changing gears, and as you know, like this is June. It is Pride Month here in Toronto. We're so excited about it. We want to hear a little bit about what dating is like within the LGBTQ community especially in Toronto. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say, like, we all have friends who belong in this community and we've heard stories, but we want to hear your perspective. <sighs> Give it to us. Okay. Dating is... Dating is basically... Uh, you go to the club and you have either... You you either know someone who dated that guy or who fucked that guy or oh, you've God. seen that guy's news. It's just a very wow. small community. Like, and really? small town. It's Yeah, which is weird because I grew up in London, Ontario, which is very small. Mm-hmm. And I always looked at Toronto as this like metropolis of like, oh my God, there's going to be so many guys. I'm going to get to do so many things. <laughs> and bitch, it is not the case. It's like... Um, yeah, like everyone knows everyone. Everyone has either dated everyone or fucked everyone. And, uh, so everyone's like connected in some we're, way. We're, we're literally a community. Yeah, <laughs> really. I'm actually, you're yeah. not the first person who has told me that. And I just found yeah. it so interesting to me because I'm like, it's so I mean, true. But I guess it's, it's kind of good though, because you know what you're getting yourself into when you meet a guy, like you've yes. heard stories about them. That's Maybe true. you've seen their nude and you're like, I yeah. know what I'm getting myself into. I'm like, into. okay. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it's literally that. It's like, if I start, uh, chatting to someone on Tinder or, well, just kidding. That's a lie. I don't chat to anyone on Tinder, <laughs> but this new hinge guy that I'm talking to, <laughs> I could just screenshot it and send it to like my, my gay group chat and be like, okay, boys. Let's let's this? assemble. What do we know about it? What's the thesis? And they will get that thesis. <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah. I wish I had I that. Like T comma sis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get that um, so much. Okay, so you mentioned <laughs> Tinder. You mentioned Hinge. Like, what is the app that everyone is on? Well, I'm on several apps. Okay. 
So um, there's hookup apps. Okay. Oh, sorry, guys. That's <laughs> okay. God gonna, damn it, man. I was just trying to be like, so quiet. We said no noise. I was just trying to be so quiet. And, like, you know what? Ding a ling. While you're at it, just fill up our wine glasses. Yeah, just look, 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 look. Did you notice I gave up too? I was just like, it's okay. Mexican. I'm always the one who makes the most fucking noise. I'm the I'm the quietest talker on here. But then okay. I love because you gave the instructions. Right. You're like, okay, nobody dingle anything. Yeah. I'm like, listen. Just, yeah, I'm a crazy like it. audio Thank person. You. You're welcome. Well, now that we're all full, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do it one last time. Okay. <laughs> all right. So there's hookup apps. There's several hookup apps. So there's Grinder, which everyone has heard of. Yes. Mm-hmm. So typically, you know, Grinder is like I'm horny at night. Oh. I'm saying like I'm not saying me, but yes. just in general, general I'm users. horny. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's fuck. Okay. I have upgraded to this one called Scruff oh, because I was like, maybe I have a thing for daddies. So yeah. Scruff from the name oh. is, you know, typically bigger guys with more mm. body hair, with more beards. Is that like bears? Yes. Oh what? my gosh. She knows what's the wait, lingo. Wait, what's bears? <laughs> like, just more like I don't know what the word like wait have you heard yeah, of like, yeah, yeah like, 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 there's, like there's like there's like a burly yeah. man there's like twinks there's yeah. um what's and there's like something else in the middle otter otter yeah. what's an otter I, I feel like I would classify as an otter mm-hmm. moderate body hair um okay. sleek somewhere in the middle <laughs> yeah <that's> just, <laughs> somewhere in the middle so you have twinks is like really thin yeah, yeah. uh like very thin okay. and then um otter somewhere in there and then so it goes bears. twinks otter than bears yeah there's oh a lot of things God. in you know in the middle yeah, I'm gonna start um, using this for straight men I'm a bear yeah <laughs> I'm surprised you guys don't use- <laughs> I'm surprised you guys don't but that's the thing like there's labels are so embedded in our community that yeah, yeah. it's I don't think it's a good thing but it is you know like like on all of these apps you can say what you're into and you can select you know I'm only into Men who have this particular body type, or bears, or this so or that. What are you, are you into? Twinks, otters, or bears, <laughs> or all of them, um, or all of the above? I do tend to like. Okay, we're just gonna go there. I do like <laughs> to. Um, I do like to uh, be to have the more submissive role. So if I look at you and I feel like you can just, you know, take, take the wheel, yeah. um, like then that. I like then I'm more too. then I'm very attracted to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. So what has your luck been like on scruff? Well, um, so I went on a date with someone that I initially met through there. Um, it was, I mean, the thing is, is I've realized I'm also not the hookup type. Mm. Mm. Um, when I do hook up, I prefer to just go home after the bar. I still have a really hard time kind of putting myself out there on apps where it's very superficial. Yeah. But I am on the app, so I am like part, you know, I'm I'm a part of it. I just have a really hard time, like the idea of sending my picture to someone and then, you know, rejecting is something that has always prevented me from taking the initiative on apps, like on hookup mm-hmm. apps in particular. Um, and yeah, like I've, I've experienced very different sides of the community. Like when I was, uh, when I was a bigger guy, I had a really hard time dating. And then now that I'm thinner, it's a lot easier. And it always really irks me that I've always been the same person and yet, the mm-hmm. way that my appearance look has really impacted my luck with guys, and 
that makes me really hesitant to be on maps. Like I'm on them because like I have my Instagram connected. So it's like the easiest way to kind of like get followers, whatever. Um, but I, I re- have a really hard time being like, okay, I was treated differently based on how much I weigh. Like that, that stuff just kind of like, yeah, it, it yeah. stays with you in a really, totally. um, yeah, it just, I've never been able to get over it. Oh yeah. As much as people say like, it doesn't matter what you look like or like your weight, it totally fucking matters. Yes, like, it I does. Dating it really what does. You see. It's yeah. the first thing you see too. One hundred percent. Like I'm in the yeah. Like honestly, everything you're saying, I'm like yeah, me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. And yeah. like it, I just I all I will always remember like this. This is my thing. I've always treated people the exact same way. My weight has fluctuated so much over the last two years, and it just really sucks that like people do genuinely treat you differently based on how much you weigh and I just yeah I have a really hard time being on particularly hookup apps because the thought of just seeing the way that people treat me differently like I just that's the first thing that goes on in my head especially as someone who has like struggled with an eating disorder in my body image it's like okay like to be to to have that be like the very first Mm -hmm. thing that someone judges you on is really difficult um so yeah that's those are those are hookup apps for me. Um, so you mentioned so which ones are the apps for relationships then? None. None. They're all, they're all hookup apps, pretty but much. Like, I mean, that's like dates, kind of like how it is for us too. I mean, I guess it used to be Tinder, but now like there's like a running joke. Like everyone's bio now is like, you know, Look are you actually casual. like are you actually going to talk to me on this app? Yeah, like yeah. that's kind of like the running joke now. So, but I had heard over and over and over again. A lot of my girlfriends being like, I met this guy on Hinge. So I was like, what the fuck is this Hinge? Let me get it. (laughs) And it's so weird because answering those little questions, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've just had it for three days. I got it Friday night and I'm talking to this guy right now that I'm like, you know what? I think I would go on a date with you and just, there's something about not just it being about the pictures, but Mm -hmm. seeing those like cute little responses where it's like, you know, uh, like what, what's one of mine? It's like, you know, describe your typical night in or something like that. And I'm like, well, eating an entire pizza to myself and watching YouTube videos. And I don't know, like little things like that. Yeah. that just like, Yeah. It's so weird how just being on uh, different apps like changes it. Yeah. People have to actually put the effort in on hinge. Mm-hmm. It's not just about swiping. It's you have to comment or like a photo or yes. like something. And then that's how like, it's, it's just an easy way to get the conversation going. Yes. Which is well, not a thing on dating apps usually. Because for me too, like I prefer, like all of my boyfriends have been guys that I met in person mm-hmm. and I prefer meeting someone in person and getting to know them that way oh because again, I'm not faced with the like, oh, like, are you going to see this picture of me? I don't know. It just, to me, it seems like you're going to fall in love with me because, fall in love, LOL. Um, <laughs> you're going, you're going to be intrigued by yeah. the conversation or my personality versus it just being about my looks. So mm-hmm. I really love that. And I feel like there's certain apps where you can show your personality a little bit more and it impacts the quality of conversations that you have um, with people. So yeah, like, I mean, that's another reason why I'm like, you know, I don't usually hook up on, on apps because I'm like, I would just, I prefer it in person over. Yeah. Oh man. Like also you have like a bajillion followers. Like do people recognize you on these apps? See, okay. Okay. So they do, but I have a really, it's weird because I don't want to talk about that aspect. Like I hate talking about it. Of course. I hate that being a thing. 
um, because I mean, everything that I do on social media is very personal, right? Mm -hmm. And you basically would know like almost like my deepest, darkest (laughs) secrets, um, that I share with, with my like followers, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like, so I don't know. It's weird. Like I'd like to remove that. I have a question then. So because you said that you had your Instagram connected to some of the dating apps, Mm -hmm. like what about like not having it connected and then people can just find out who you are, like for who you are and like not have to like creep you on Instagram and see what you're about and that, you know what I mean? Like sure you can, they can find you. I mean, I mean, it's 2019. Anyone can find anything. Like I could, Mm. I could figure out like how, well, and if everyone has these gay group chats, (laughs) 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 but I mean, maybe, maybe try doing that. Cause I was actually going to kind of like echo what Lauren said. I mean, you know, you're, you're a pretty popular guy within the community. So what if maybe you kind of disconnect that from your dating apps? I'm interested to see like how that would affect, um, like future conversations going forward. Right. So it's interesting because on Hinge and Tinder, I don't have it connected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and like, I never, in my profile pictures, I never use anything from like a photo shoot that I do or anything that looks professional. It's just very right. like, like in quotes, normal. Yeah. yeah. Candid. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all the candid stuff. And I, I've almost like, I'm almost like, so, um, like I use the hookup apps not to hook up to the point where I'm like, what's it going to hurt if mm-hmm. my Instagram is on there? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like I yeah. take it so not seriously, mm-hmm. um, that that's why I have it there. But then again, it's like on hinge, I'm not on mm-hmm. or I'm not on and I'm automatically like, okay, this guy's like very intrigued by me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything. So it's just what I disclose. And I really like that anonymity. But then also like, you know, I went on a date with a guy who knew about my, I on about my Instagram and like he mess he messaged me like two days later being like, Hey, I have this event. Do you mind like promoting it on your Instagram? And I'm like, girl, come on. These are my oh, rates. I'm like, come on, the drinks were free. Like, but that's it. Like, so yeah. do you get a lot of DMs? Do you ever go on a date with someone that you slid into your DMs? Um, so I know. Like I I don't I I do my best to like not uh like when I get me- like DMs from guys I like I don't respond. Yeah, that's even fair. comments I don't respond to guys like yeah. I don't use my social media to like hook up with guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I just I still find it so weird that like that that they could just automatically know about me because of yeah. what they've seen. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that's why I'm so intrigued by guys who are like not on social media, who are like not as like v- out there as I am. Cause I'm like, this is kind of that like excitement of like, yeah, it's, fresh, like, it's novel. It's, yes. Yeah. Like understanding, like learning about who I am. Yeah. Um, as opposed to it just being like Googleable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. It is, it is now. Track. Yeah. <laughs> like th- we cannot compare this in any way, shape or form because we have like, a thousand followers <laughs> but but we have matched with people on hinge that recognize us and oh, they're yeah. like oh yeah i listen to your podcast all the time and you're like kind oh, of yeah. like oh okay so you know everything about my dating <laughs> life now like all right okay cool yeah and then you like feel obligated to continue the conversation because they like listen to the podcast but then you're also like you don't know if i want to go on a date with you now <laughs> I'm like, so lauren like how are carly and the cell and mike and you're like Get away, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny that you mentioned this because I had, uh, do you guys know what a Finsta is? A fake like Instagram? Yeah. So you can creep people? Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't use it for that. I used it. I, I have this Finsta where um, if guys were to ask me what my Instagram is, I would give them this alternate oh. Instagram Whoa. that was like, you know, all candid photos and everything because I just so didn't want my, oh my God, public so persona so to be a part of that. Yeah. So I, cause, I did not know about that. Yeah. So I, I, like I am so like I hate having... I mean, again, it's the career that I chose for myself, mm-hmm. but I hate having it be even like a topic of conversation. Like totally. if, it, mm-hmm. if it ever comes up during the days that I've had, I try to change it right away. I don't talk about what I'm doing. I don't talk about what I'm up to. And like, I literally was like so against it that I made a, a separate account that, you know, if guys that I was dating or whatever were like, what's your Instagram? I would follow them on this like mm-hmm. Finsta. Yeah. Finsta. And that's what I had. And now I've that gotten a lot more. Blown. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Literally, I would just, it was like, you know, pictures with friends and like things that I can't necessarily post on my, my public account. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, I wonder what it's like to just have like something normal that, that a guy can be like, Hey, look at how cute this guy is or whatever. Um, cause I, again, I'd never had that. Um, so yeah, like I, I do my best except on scruff to eliminate, (laughs) to eliminate my public persona from, from Mm -hmm anything especially because a lot of the things that i do are very like out there and bold and some guys are assholes about guys wearing makeup or guys doing drag or some guys are weird about like the body image stuff that i that i do and and you know you it's just it's hard for me again to be like okay people are judging you and treating you differently based on what you do mm-hmm. um so. so i have a question about that so like if you are someone that does drag if whatever the case like, when does that come up in a conversation? Like, is that something you, you bring out right at the beginning? Because if, if you're a guy who is against that and is not into that at all and yeah. finds it unattractive, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like a... So I me, bring it up strategically. Yeah. So if I'm getting to the point where I either like a guy and the conversation is going well or I'm questioning it, I'll be like, I, I'll find a way to bring it up. Like, for example, right now, Pride is what in... in June 22nd is the weekend Mm -hmm. and I'm already planning my, you know, my pride outfits and my dresses. Like, like I said, I was shopping for fabrics to make a dress, uh, dresses. Um, so I'll figure out a way to sprinkle it in there to be like, okay, so I was looking for fabrics. I spent all of Monday looking for fabrics because I want to make like an ostrich feather dress. Mm -hmm. I'll figure out a way to sprinkle it in because I need to know like what, I'm yeah, getting, right off the bat. yeah, right mm-hmm. off the bat because I, I don't want to waste my time with someone who's like weird about me wearing makeup. Like though on several days before I've had where, oh my God, like this was before I like fully got comfortable with it. This, this guy came over and right next to my bed is my like makeup table with all of my makeup. And I had like my YouTube lights up, uh, like, you know, the big, ring lights. the big ring lights. Yeah. And, and, and he was like, he was like, oh, what are you like? what do you do? And I was so, like, I was, I was like, oh my God, is he going to be weird about seeing like my, like my palettes up and like my thing and like having to describe that. And I was like, okay, this is the difference between someone that I want to date and someone who I just don't want to, don't want to see again. Totally. So yeah, I've, I've learned through dating in Toronto, like, because this is obviously a big part of who I am. I'm going to figure out a way to sprinkle it in there during the date that, um, and I'm going to gauge how you react to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's if you haven't already seen it. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. I'm sure that there's a lot of like, do you know who this guy is or, or whatever? And of like, course. you will find out. So, yeah. So, do you go on a lot of dates? 
because you said like all the past boyfriends that you've had, you've met in person yes. in real life. So, and I know you're, you're on the apps now. Um, are you a big dater or? I am not. Okay. Um, so I, my most recent, like my most recent, two years ago <laughs> was when, I, is how long I've been single and I dated someone for three years and he's the person who was like, you know, there through all the viral stuff and everything. And uh, we moved to Toronto together after school. And I found out that he cheated on me um, and had been cheating on me for like the last six months no. of our relationship. No. And that really screwed with my self-esteem. Totally. And mm-hmm. so I took like a year and a half break from dating because I didn't want my self-worth to be tied ever again to the way that uh, a guy treats me yeah mm-hmm. so i took yeah i took a year and a half to like fully 100 percent heal mm-hmm. and like learn to accept everything about who i am and now um i've recently started opening myself up to dating again and like going on more dates and like trying mm-hmm. things like i remember the first date that i went on after the mm-hmm. breakup like this guy was like such a gentleman would like open the door to his car to like let me in like what like I'm going to get down on my knees right now. And, um, I mean, he had a fucking car. Like, I got <laughs> right yeah. in Toronto. Also, are you kidding? Yeah. I'd like, unzip your pants, what? Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> and I hope... Yeah, like, when I said get down on my knees, it's not... Like, yeah. yeah it's, okay. Yeah. I got that. I just I needed that. to make that clear. No, absolutely. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> we're filthy minded. It's totally it's fine. Just so we're on the same page. <laughs> <Absolutely. is> that. <laughs> and, like, literally, like, there was just tiny little things that reminded me of my ex and I just it totally made me like disconnect Mm -hmm. and like that's how that's how hurt I was by all of this so I was like okay I need Mm -hmm. time off to just really get to it and and um and now I'm like okay I'm really like not lonely I just I miss what it's like to love someone yes Mm -hmm. I miss what it's like for me to not be the only thing that I care about because I think when you're healing from like a bad breakup it's always me, 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 and you're very focused on yourself. And I miss having someone else to give all the love and affection that I have to offer. Yeah. So that's why I've opened opened myself up again. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a try again. And so yeah, we're what like three dates, three different guys who have been dating recently this year, which is yeah, pretty pretty good for me. That's and awesome. Then number four, I think maybe coming up. From Hinge, Ooh. from Hinge, he was. I was like, "What do you? What, what did you do this weekend?" He's like, "Oh, I went um, whitewater rafting." I was like, "Oh, you like white? You're like white, white, like white. <laughs> okay, okay, sis." But that was like hot. I was like, "Okay, I'm so into that." He's adventurous, yeah, right? Ooh. I was like, whitewater rafting, okay, baby. <laughs> yeah, we're. <laughs> I love it. Um, do you have any like terrible dating story? Date stories. Um, or like people you've met that you're just like what the get fuck get the fuck out of this situation now <laughs> I've honestly been pretty lucky to not have terrible we're good at dates. them out yeah yeah because I'm I'm so uh, like particular about who I like spend my time with it sounds really bad but like no yeah no, I don't think no your time is precious exactly you <laughs> like I, I don't th- yeah I don't think I I've had a bad date, thankfully. Oh my god, knock on wood right now. Not knock on, everyone knock on wood for us. <laughs> we're knocking we're, on we're our knocking on wood. <laughs> we can't knock too loud because of the microphones. Yeah. Might but... <laughs> <laughs> be really, really pissed off. Um, so let's talk a little bit about dating etiquette. Um, so what, for example, like 
when you're meeting somebody for the first time, like, how does that go? Like, do you make the first move? Do they make the first move? Like, what's the ideal first date for you? Well, I did have, like, an ideal first date with, uh, with the guy who reminded me too much of my ex. Mm. Like, this is how, like, triggered I was. Yeah. Um, first of all, eye contact is huge. Mm -hmm. I need you to be looking at me the whole time. Like, I hate when you're, like, out like at a restaurant mm-hmm. and you can see their eyes yeah, they're looking behind kind of, you. yeah. Like their oh, eyes, like yeah. kind of moving. I will it stop drives me, it drives me nuts. It's like, it's, I know it's so little, but it's like such a big pet peeve of mine where like, if I know like to me, I'm like, wait, am I not interesting enough that you're mm-hmm. like looking away? And like the most recent guy that I went on a date with, like that's what was happening. Like we were at, we were at the restaurant and like, I just kept noticing his eyes like just kind of going everywhere and I'm like oh yeah I'm like I'm are these eyes not beautiful too. enough for you baby yeah. like what <laughs> I have also noticed that and I can tell the person's like disinterested when they're yes. talking to me or not paying attention but then I've also been the person that my eyes are going everywhere if you're if I'm in like a place that's very distracting and there's like a lot going on around me I'm like I have like eight or if they're maybe nervous yeah it's like I'm focusing on what you're saying but I'm also like what is that couple doing over there (laughs) yeah I have like the worst ADDs and I'm and I know I'm doing it like I catch myself I'm like okay Lauren you're on a date see because I know if I do that to someone then I'm not interested Mm -hmm. so I know that if they're doing that to me then then they're not interested Mm -hmm. so that's like big dating etiquette for me I go into every date assuming that I'm gonna pay um so I try to eliminate that awkwardness myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going into this knowing that I'm going to spend the money. So if the check comes and like, I almost give it like two seconds, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if they don't answer right away, I'll be like, okay, I'll just like, I'll pay. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's the thing for me where I'm like, okay, I would rather pay more and avoid the awkwardness. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Do you know what? That's really interesting because the way how gender roles are, usually it's the guy who's paying, but yes. in the same sex, how does that, work yeah. I mean that's that's it's the thing so is cool. like we're both we're both guys so yeah. it's um and it's interesting because when I say that I usually take the more like submissive role people mm-hmm. are like oh so you're the girl in the relationship but like no we're both got like we're yeah, both guys yeah, yeah. um and I, I mean I usually like if I have a good time like I would just rather just not go with that awkwardness mm-hmm. and be like oh I'm gonna pay for it yeah um although if he does offer to pay I'm going to get down on my knees. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. Take a free meal. Why not? Like, thank you, sir. I'll do that too. Like, I remember I used to feel so awkward about, like, the bill coming and me oh, being yeah. like, do I say something? Do I not say something? And now I'm just always like, we can split it. Like, I automatically <laughs> say that. And then if they're like, no, 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 I got this. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. right? It's, it's like, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually also just remembered I got, I got rejected for the first time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like what? for the first time, like two months ago. <laughs> like, this is my whole life. But no, we had like actually like went on a date. We went on a date, and when I say date, like we went home after the bar, <laughs> and like yeah. things went great. He was like, "I'd like to see you again." And I was like, "I would really like to see you too." And then I got in my head, and then I just like ghosted him, oh. and then I messaged him back like two weeks later, and I was like, oh. "I was like, hey, I just saw you on Tinder. Like, how are you?" And it took him like two days to respond. He's like, "Haha." can I ask, why are you messaging me? And I was like, oh, well, I was like, well, I, you know, just, just saying hi. Um, and he goes, well, you ghosted me. So like, what do you want? And I was like, 
I don't know, like, could you just give me another chance? Like, I, uh, and he's like, um, I'm not interested anymore. Sorry. Oh. And I was like, wow, the heartbreak. But what, so what was your, did you just think like, okay, I'm going to play it cool and like not message him for a while? Or were you just like, well, I don't know what to do? To be honest, it was so good. Not just the sex. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, know, I, know what that's, I know what that sounds like. He was just so kind. Yeah. Um, And it was just such a turn on to be with such a gentleman that I psyched myself out to be like, I don't deserve Deserve that. Exactly. You finessed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I I finessed myself. I was like, wait, so the sex is amazing and you're a gentleman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is too good to be true. This is too good to be true. And then I was just like, "Eh." and then now I wish I could go back in time and be like, well, now you know if that happens again, then no, what do you have to do? I just wanted to have, and it was just, okay. So let's look at this because you went on a date with a guy who is a total gentleman, gentleman, but he, Reminded you too much of your ex, so mm-hmm. you're like, see ya. Yeah. Then you had this guy, you got in your head about it, and you're like, see ya. There's a pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> there is a pattern here. The here. nice like, guys, you're like, it's not them, it's, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we yeah. need to, we need, well, I, I'm not a therapist by <laughs> any Sometimes we like to think we are, though. Sometimes, but I think that we need to, not you and I, but eventually, <laughs> maybe we need to drill down this and be like, what's going on? Because everybody deserves to be like treated very well and very nicely because you're worth it. I would never want to be with a guy who treats me like a piece of garbage. Yeah. Like, no. Like, I want to be treated like... I would never call myself a princess or a queen. So it's like a, I was gonna say queen. Um, Just call yourself a queen. Yeah, no, yes, like own it. Queen. First of all, dinner. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like like a like a well respected woman. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. We need. Yeah. We'll take this offline. We'll take this offline. <laughs> Therapy with Carly. Therapy with Carly. Therapy with Carly. I, nobody is healed. Everyone's just like, get me the fuck out of here. I love it. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. So thank you so much, Mina. Do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, uh, you guys can find me at It's Mina Gurgis on all social media. Yeah, go follow them, guys. Yeah, we'll make sure we put all of your contact info um, in our episode description. So if you are looking uh, for where you can find Mina, don't forget to give that a look. But if you slide into his DMs, he might not answer. If you're yes, I will probably not answer. No, that's not the method. Yeah. That's not the method. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been so much fun. And happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride. Woo! Woo! Well, I'm sure we'll be at the parade, so yeah. we'll see you there. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us. And make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.